Does the justice system respond differently to a Dalit person? The incident where a 19-year-old Dalit woman from Uttar Pradesh's Hathras district succumbed to injuries after being allegedly gang-raped and brutalized by four upper-caste men has sparked a reckoning around the everyday caste-based violence. While citizens are shaken up by the heinous nature of the crime, Dalit rights activists are pointing out that it's not just the crime but the systemic casteist bias that enables this kind of violence to go on unchecked that needs to be talked about. At the same time, the case is also drawing our attention to the biased media reportage and the police force reportedly did not want to register a case against the four accused initially only to cremate the girl's body later hurriedly. This incident is making us ask what happens when a person from the Dalit community seeks justice in India. Should the case be seen as an isolated incident of sexual violence or is it a part of a broader pattern of a caste-based misogyny and caste-based violence prevalent in our society? Are the police and the media complicit as much as a casteist society? In this podcast you'll hear from Christina Dhaniraj, adviser of Smashpod, which is a digital platform designed to fight patriarchy. and Riya Singh a PhD scholar from Ambedkar University who's also a part of the core leadership group a dalit women collective you're tuned in to the big story the podcast where we dissect the headline making news for you and i'm your host shorbri 14 september 2019 A 19-year-old woman from the Dalit Valmiki caste goes to the fields with her mother and then goes missing soon after. When she's finally found, she appears to have been brutally injured. She's admitted to the Aligarh Muslim University's Jawaharlal Nehru Medical College and Hospital, and it's from the very beginning that the police have been accused of insensitivity and bias and downplaying the case. It was alleged that the police refused to file an FIR for 5 days following the rape and then the Hathras SP Vikrant Veer also went on to claim that the medical reports did not confirm rape and that there were no signs of abrasion on the victim's private parts and the reports on her spine being broken were also false although subsequently the four accused are arrested the woman's family alleges that she is not being given proper medical care at Hathras and Aligarh and then she shifted to Delhi for treatment following no signs of improvement after 2 weeks of holding on to life she succumbs to her injuries on 29th September and then comes another red flag in this case the same night of her death her body is taken back to her village and she is cremated in the dead of the night in the presence of full police force even as the police themselves claim that the cremation took place in the presence of the family members her mother and brother told the quint reporter asmita nandi who traveled to hathras to cover the case that the family wanted the cremation to take place in the morning with full hindu rituals And so the urgency to cremate the body in the middle of the night seems inexplicable. The family has alleged that the police forcibly cremated the body without their permission and in their absence. For more details on what happened on the night of the cremation, you can follow our coverage on the Quint's website and also the Quint's YouTube channel. But as this allegation comes to be reported, so do discrepancies in the forensic reports. The autopsy report from Safdarjung Hospital states that the woman received an injury to the cervical spine which was produced by blunt trauma. The report also mentions rape and strangulation in her medical history. As you can see, the findings are quite different from the AMU report. 
but the handling of the case so far begs the question does the justice system respond differently when a dalit person is seeking it what does a dalit woman like the hathras victim who falls in the farthest ends of the caste and class based hierarchies gets when she seeks justice we spoke to christina dhaniraj so it's important to understand that dalit people aren't necessarily homogeneous so how a dalit person seeks justice and how the justice system responds to a dalit person is not the same across the board it obviously depends on the privileges that a dalit person will have however micro they are and that depends on uh social capital the networks that uh, they are part of um the class privilege that they come with the, the religion they belong to the city that they are living in um whether they are urban or rural whether they are a woman or a man or a transgender so in the case of um this victim of the hatras case as well as women that are similar um to them we have to note that they are typically surrounded by a culture of impunity and by that we mean that at every every level uh, and at every step of the legal proceedings uh, they are barricaded and they are stopped from attaining justice it can be as simple as going to a government doctor and getting their evidence recorded or collected or even um, finding first aid which will be denied to them uh, or their evidence will not be uh, collected in the right fashion uh, going to a police station and trying to record an fir an fir would be denied to them uh, or they might be uh, filed under uh, different sections rather than scst um, prevention of atrocities act uh it could be uh, if at all an fir is filed it's possible that um the next level of a legal proceeding would be stopped maybe you wouldn't get a date at the magistrate court maybe you would not get a date for hearing um maybe the arrests won't be made maybe a trial would not be followed up with and if they are successful in going uh, to the extent of getting a trial maybe conviction won't happen so you see at every level uh, a dalit woman particularly somebody who is underprivileged and disenfranchised by virtue of um, illegal aid uh, financial support family support social support or social connections is finding it will find it extremely difficult to attain justice or to have any conviction um, conviction achieved but it's not just the police's actions or rather inactions that's raising such an outrage amid the outpour against the crime there have been questions on its reportage as well whether it's right to simply look at it as a case of sexual violence against women without looking at it as a caste based atrocity towards a dalit woman even as media reports cover the incident dalit rights advocates say that her dalit identity took a back seat in the reportage but here's why reporting the caste identity matters in such cases let's go over some data according to an ncrb report from 2015 sexual assaults against women and rape were the top crimes against scheduled castes another report from 2016 says that over the decade 
The rate of crimes against Dalits rose more than eight times, which is about 746%, while the crimes against Adivasis or scheduled tribes grew by over 12 times, which is over 1,160%. And more recent NCRB data from 2019 also shows that Uttar Pradesh, where the Hathras crime took place, topped the list of the states with the highest number of crimes against women, with 59,853 of such incidents. These numbers, of course, don't account for the number of unreported cases of caste-based violence or even capture the everyday discrimination that the underprivileged castes face. But are incidents of violence against Dalit women, as we've seen in the Hathras case, reported differently in the media? Back to Ms. Dhaniraj. How does the media report uh, such incidents? Obviously, as we may have seen, um, the, the crimes against Dalit women specifically and caste-based sexual crimes against Dalit women are reported in a very graphic manner. It's reported in a way that is uh, completely deplorable. Um, the images that are used, the people uh, that are being uh, shown on the media and you know, with with zero consideration for the Dalit family's privacy or for their dignity, nothing is done. No kind of blurring is uh, happens. No kind of uh, hiding of people's information happens. It's just out for consuming. It's 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 out there for voyeuristic consumption. And I do believe absolutely, whether it's print, visual or social media, they can definitely exercise a lot more caution and a lot more care in the way they are reporting sexual crimes against Dalit women. Absolutely. The media has also been accused of under-reporting and late reporting of this case until it blew up. Are the police and the media complicit as much as a casteist society? Riya Singh says that the onus has fallen on the Dalit community to escalate such incidents. Yeah, obviously media and police is casteist. They're very much a part of society we live in. They're not aliens who will remain unaffected by the social realities and casteist practices. They indeed are complicit. Basically our lives, especially Dalit women and young girls, just remain as a media story which is highlighted for some days and then conveniently forgotten. The list of such cases is really long. Surekha, Delta, Jisha. I do not think that the uproar will work in the light of complete system failure in protecting young girls from my community. Right before the Nirbhaya case happened, a young Dalit girl was raped in Haryana and the complete villages from Haryana had come to Delhi protesting outside Ames Hospital in 2012. For days they did not move from here, but no media covered it. Cases don't get attention unless there is a public outreach against it. This has become like an extra onus on Dalit community to escalate the matter so that it gets sufficient attention. Now, because of this incident, there's an influx of other reports of everyday caste-based discrimination or violence that silently exists without any visible accountability. Has caste-based discrimination become so normalised that it takes a brutal rape case to draw our attention to the everyday violence? Ms. Dhanraj says that the magnitude of violence in this case isn't even a one-off incident. Sexual violence is rampant and people might be familiar with the NCRB data that says that at least four Dalit women are raped every day. Again, this is an underreported number. And um, it, all that one has to do is just Google uh, or is just use a, uh, use a keyword on a search engine uh, that says Dalit women and rape or Dalit women and assault or violence and several news items will pop up. 
social media handles have in 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 recent days have also um, been uh, quite active in sharing uh, you know reports as well as compilations of all that has happened uh, just in the last few months so the answer to that question is yes indeed it has been normalized to such an extent that it takes something as brutal as this for us to take a for us to you know zoom into what's happening particularly for dalit women but also it's important to know that the magnitude of the brutality that we witnessed in hatras case is again not a one off thing the brutality the magnitude of the violence that we've seen in this case is it does happen in other cases as well has been happening in other cases of caste based sexual violence against dalit women as well in 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 those that are reported those that are unreported in all likelihood will be will be worse now as we know the yogi government has formed an sit to probe into the case but how do we cauterize the deep rooted biases that allow such violence Miss Singh says there are lapses in the very system. Why are so-called less brutal atrocities are not taken seriously? The lapses in taking the special act seriously by the administration as well as by the citizens in India allow for the space for committing atrocities and to also feel entitled. The attention on Dalits is only shifted in cases of rape and murder. The system is working in favor of protecting the criminals than the victim. The energy is spent in providing impunity instead of securing Dalit lives. all these failures actually offer impunity to these thakurs and other dominant caste groups and well i would say that we would really not need any media attention if our cases are registered and justice is delivered why a subsequent conviction in these cases atrocities on us are not something that we as community want to project them in media but when all systems fail we are bound to reach out to the public but what we actually need is implementation of the special legislation for the scnsts and its proper implementation in each case at each level leading to the conviction of the criminals if you like listening to this episode please subscribe to the big story playlist for episodic updates we'll have on apple google podcast spotify jio seven and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms for other podcasts please log on to the quinn website and check out the podcast section for any feedback shoot an email to podcasts@thequinn.com Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quince website and check out our other podcasts.